a spontaneous and unrehearsed interview. Hello, and welcome to the 115th episode of Curiosityness. I got a little excited. Could you hear it in my voice right there? Because uh, this is part two of the Route 66 series that we're working on. So I'm Travis DeRose. I'm the host of Curiosityness, and we're in the midst of a Route 66 trip right now. So uh, last episode, interviewed Jim Hinckley. This episode, I have on Renee Charles, the uh, head of the Kansas Route 66 Association. So we're learning about Route 66 in Kansas, of course. Um, so that's what this episode's about. I also have this full series uh, we're doing this kind of st- these all these interviews. I've got tours and in-person visiting uh, tours of all the attractions and cool places along Route 66. Um, so you can check those out on my YouTube channel or go to visiting66.com, and you can kind of follow along on our our month-long RV trip from Chicago to LA. Um, and then also on visiting66.com, I'm going to have a map, a Google map places map with all the the points of interest saved on there so if you're doing your own trip you can go on there and and find there's like hundreds of places that i've saved um so you can see all that stuff and stop for yourself and it saves kind of the the hour has the hours that they're open if they're open uh directions address phone number all that kind of stuff so that's it let's get to the episode i'm gonna stop talking let's just get to episode 115 with renee charles from the kansas route 66 association All right, we're we're rolling. How you doing, Renee? Okay. I'm ready. You're ready for this, I'm huh? I'm ready. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, no, thanks for being on. I appreciate you coming on and taking the time. I'm excited to talk. Um, we are doing a. I'm I'm here on the West Coast in L.A. We're doing a big old you know Route 66 trip, doing the whole thing finally from awesome. yes. Chicago to L.A., doing it in the right order and everything. So. Uh, you know, getting a ton of research in and figuring out what we need to do. And of course, you know, I run across you guys and the, it's the Kansas Historic Route 66 Association, correct? Correct. Okay. Yeah. And so why don't you just tell me a bit about what you guys are and what you, what you do and everything. Well, actually we have, for being the smallest alignment on Route 66, we have two associations, which is kind of funny, really? but we, we worked really well. We work really well together. Um, <laughs> so basically all we're trying to do is uh, promote, preserve, you know, um, the section of 66 that we have, which is 13.2 miles. So it's not a lot. Okay. Um, and most of it is the original alignment. I mean, um, they did, they still call what we call 7th Street is still Kansas 66 all the way through from, so when you come in from Joplin, we have an original alignment that comes to our main street. Then when you hit our main street and head west, that is what they now call um, 7th Street, which which is the 66, which is Highway 66 in Kansas. And then okay. it goes to Rainbow Bridge, well, the roundabout, and then on the Rainbow Bridge, which is one of our iconic sites. So. Mm-hmm. so you can actually still, you can really do all of Kansas Route 66 yes, still. Yes, you can do every bit of it. Wow, that's kind of kind of rare. I mean, it I think it, I've heard it's what it may be eighty percent or so of the whole Route sixty six is still drivable. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There, there's a Miami's got a few chopped up places. Um, I know Missouri does as well because of forty four. And then you know, I'm like you. I, I I've traveled from Chicago to California, but um, I just this past year got to go to Chicago. So 
But ever since I was probably seven years old, we traveled from Joplin to California on 66 all the time because really? my father's family lived in California and my mother's family lived in Joplin. So. Ah, Fun okay. Trip. Yeah, very cool. You've done it a lot then. So is that kind of how your involvement with this got started? No, no, really. My husband's a retired army um, sergeant and we were stationed in Germany. And one of my best friends is German. And she was like excited because I was from Joplin, Missouri. And I was like, oh, you've heard of Joplin. She said, yeah, that's on Route 66. You live on Route 66. And I said, all my life. And so when we came back after my husband was in probably 12 years and then in National Guard for the rest of his time, we moved back to his hometown, which is Galena. And of course it runs right through Galena. So I worked down the hill from 66 and noticed how many people were laying on the middle of our roads as we painted the shields on our roads, laying on the middle of Main oh. Street and their picture taken. I was standing <laughs> Why by the are people laying and, on the road? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I thought, uh, I, I got to get involved. And so I got involved and here I am for, Probably about 14 years now, I've been the president of this association. So, wow. Yeah, crazy, crazy. We, we're a small association because we're a small alignment, but <laughs> we do what we can. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, it's, I'm glad that you are here. We need people like you to, to keep, you know, keep the stuff up and, yeah. uh, you know, to remember the stuff. So, we need, and, we need young people. We need people your age mm-hmm. and younger. I have my granddaughters actually here. And um, she's done a lot with me. And then I have another granddaughter that's president of the Young Roadies Association, or I'm sorry, vice chair of the Young Roadie Association. So um, that started here in Kansas with my niece when we, I'm one of the original four women on the route. And my niece was 15. So she would come and work at the station and seeing all the domestic travel and the foreign travel, she just got well known because she was so friendly. And um, she started a Young Roadie Association. Oh, very cool. Her name was Shelby Rigg. So a lot of people know her. Um, Dan Rice in California um, is one of our friends, and he, he encouraged her to do that. So oh, he nice. has the kiosk on the pier, uh, Route 66 kiosk, one of the first ones. Oh, so. in Santa Monica? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right. Oh, very cool. So have you seen, is there... Um, I mean, what is kind of the evolution of people being interested in 66? Because I, you know, is there kind of been a resurgence lately? You know, know, yes. Um, The minute cars came out, I Uh, noticed a big Mm buildup. Like I said, before it was just usually foreign travelers that would stop and lay on the road or stand by the signs here in Galena. But after cars came out and and, um, a lot of the younger generation watched it and the promoting of it by Michael Wallace and and a lot a few others, Don Welch and you know a lot of the roadies. Um, it, it it went crazy from there, and that kind of what helped Galena boom a bit was you know us finding the tow truck that inspired Tomater here in our town. Yes, so it was it was pretty exciting. My sister and I was just going to do a flea market in that gas station and a farmers market flea market. And um, a gentleman came and told us about the truck, and we was like, what are you talking about? So we was pretty grungy because we had been scraping paint at that building, and we went home, took a shower, and went and watched cars and just loved it. I mean, it was great. Um, uh, Larry the Cable Guy reminds me of my Uncle Charlie. So (laughs) we went, and when I got back, I told my boss who owned that building, his name was Larry Courtney, I said, hey, there was a truck parked here, and um, they said it was the inspiration for this 
character in this movie, Cars, you've got to go see this movie. And he said, wow. what kind of truck? And I said, well, they, the, the character is a tow truck. So I said, I'm not really sure. And he said, I had, I had a lot of vehicles on this property. And he said, um, the city told me I needed to clean the area up or I was going to get fined. So he sold the building and everything um, to a guy. And then when he, when he bought it back, they do a lot of that here in this town. And he bought it back. And so he went to the guy and asked him. The guy said, no, I sold, I sold the big truck to a farmer. So he found the truck and brought it back. And I took pictures of the truck and Michael Wall sent him to Michael Wallace. And Michael Wallace said, yep, that's Mater. And you can say the sheriff said so. That time I didn't know Michael Wallace was the voice of the sheriff until he told us that. So. And wow. then from then on, it just, it just spun out. It was, it was awesome. So, so Michael Wallace was the, he kind of led the Pixar people through Route 66, right? Kind of gave them a yes. tour. Okay. Yes. And so y you guys didn't even realize that they were using the truck in your town as no. the inspiration for this tow truck. Didn't have a clue. Actually, um, we talked to a few people from Pixar when they did uh, the second movie. They came and interviewed my sister. They call her the mouth because she talks 100 miles a minute. She has false teeth, so they kind of fly out when she, when she talks. <laughs> but anyway, um, they interviewed her, and um, they told us they was amazed because nobody stopped and, you know, asked them what they was doing. But I talked to the police department, you know, the, the police chief at that time, and he said, for years, people just have been laying in our roads and getting their picture taken. Or stand so pictures are taken constantly, so they, they didn't think anything knew about it they just went on their merry way so galena wasn't as into route 66 as say baxter springs or riverton was because mm -hmm. um scott nelson at the old riverton store he was he was more into 66 and i believe he was the president of the association at that time when they when they came through so um galena just wasn't you know they just thought they were crazy people taking pictures by signs they didn't really they didn't really get into the 66 thing so yeah and then, so now, does the does the tow mater name come from anything specific, or was it is it just kind of they saw the truck and liked the look of it? Uh, well, from what I understood, and and you know, Michael Wallace told us that John Lester met a guy at a racetrack, the the racetrack they had went to visit, and they called him Mater, and he said, "If I'm not eating them, I'm throwing them." And then when he got here, there's a gentleman named uh, Dean Walker. And Dean can turn his feet completely backwards. He's from Lowell, Kansas. He can turn his feet completely backwards. So at that time, he was president of my association. And um, Michael Wallace said, Dean, meet us on Rainbow Bridge um, so you can show it off. So Dean did. And he said, show him what you could do, Dean. And Dean said, look what I can do. And he really does talk like that. And he... He's double jointed at the knees, so his feet go completely backwards. And Dean what? said, those cameras just blinded me. He said, they was taking so many pictures of me while I was had my feet backwards. So um, he's the reason why Tomater drives better backwards than he does forward. Oh, my gosh. So I think Tomater is because of the guy they met at the racetrack. And then, you know, we're, we're really redneck hillbillies here. So the way Dean talked probably had a lot to do with it as well. But the, yeah. We call our truck a boom truck because we're a mining town. So there's a big boom that was added to the back to lift out equipment from some of our mine shafts. And um, 
So we just thought it was funny that they thought it was a tow truck. But, you know, you oh. guys from California, you see those big old booms in the back. But now there was a tree actually growing up through the boom, and um, they probably couldn't see how high that boom went. So we had a contest here in town with all the young kids and asked them if they would uh, name the truck because we didn't want to get in trouble with Disney or Pixar. And sure. so we call our truck Totator. Totator. Yeah. <laughs> we eat taters and onions around here. So. <laughs> Totator. That's so good. I love that. Oh, man. Okay. So let's. So what, how, how long is Route 66 through Kansas again? 13 miles? 13.2. You can't forget Thir- that, too. Mm-hmm. You got to get the point, too. <laughs> That's right. We got to get every bit we can. Got to get it all. Oh, I love that. Don't forget the point, too. Okay. So what are. When we're coming through, what can we kind of uh, expect to see? What are some of maybe the, the must-see things for us? Well, I'm pretty proud of our alignment, um, the original alignment coming in from Joplin. Um, you actually will cruise that, and it's on the National Historical Register because the tailings of the miners around here, the, mine, the mines that were around here, actually made the roadbed. And so it was kind of paved before 66 came through because it had mine tellings. Um, it's also the spot where the only place Route 66 was shut down from martial law because we had a mine riot right out in front of our Eagle Pitcher plant. But as you come in, there's a beautiful viaduct, and it's, we call it a viaduct because the train went underneath it, and it curves. So that's one of my favorite spots, and that's not because I'm from Glen. It's just really pretty if you see it when the sun's coming down. And then I kind of moved from four women on the route or cars on the route to a section right there on the alignment. And we built us a um, man-made muffler man and we call him Frex. He's made from poor man's fiberglass and my grandchildren and family and the city employees, we all put him together. So you'll see him up there as you come over the viaduct. And then we got a little photo op shop there where there's, We've got a sheriff's car that was signed by Michael Wallace up on a podium. And then we got a little tractor tipping field out there. And my um, son is actually working on a Lightning McQueen. We just put the first coat of paint on him last weekend. So we're going to have a Lightning McQueen sitting out there. Got a Luigi sitting out there. And then there's little places where you can stick your head into some photo ops and Ah, get the photo ops. Very fun. Further down, you've got cars on the route with Tomator, the inspiration. Mm-hmm. And um, you've got a bordello that's across the street. Now, somebody lives in it, but it was it was a dump. It was falling down, and they restored it. And there's a stained glass on the front of a naked woman, but it's a little. It's not risky at all, but for us around here, the elderly thought it was pretty risky. <laughs> right across the street is a building that was the White Rose gas station, but it's pretty worn down. But the reason why I bring it up is, the ghost writing that's on the north side of it was the inspiration in the movie for Welcome to Radiator Springs Happy Place. It's if you've seen the movie, it's where lightning or um Tomaters tell lightning heals and maternity fees. So all this information we got from Michael Wallace, but you also there's a book called The Art of Cars that Michael Wallace and Susan Wallace did about oh. all the inspirations as they went down for Pixar. And it shows it shows those things in here. You can get that on Amazon, and I'm not trying to sell it, but it really does tell of a lot of people like Don Welch, who was with the Rock Cafe, and Harley and Annabelle in Oklahoma that that were inspiration for Tin Lizzie's, you know, for the 
yeah, Tinley's place and, and um, the Dewdrop in Texas. You know, there's there's things that are on Route 66 that were really inspirations in the movie. So you really got to get that book. Just get yeah. that book. <laughs> no, it sounds fascinating. I, I love, you know, visiting filming locations and that kind of stuff too. But this is just kind of an extension of that. I, I love learning about that kind of stuff. We, we, we have a lot in Galena to see, and I don't want to spend most of my time bragging about it just because I'm from Galena, but we have um, a Will Rogers plaque that we kind of got um, somebody brought to us, and it, it's one of the road markers. It's not the one that's newer. It's one of the old ones that's in our Papulich Park, and then a gentleman that retired out of the military has restored a Texaco station, and he has put a dock on his you know, from the movie dot from the movie cars on oh, his right. property. Huh. We got a beautiful mural and we got a fantastic um, mining museum. So if you mm. want to know what we mined here, it's Galena, of course, but that museum shows everything. It's, it's awesome. And then you go to Riverton and you've got the beautiful um, old uh, Riverton store. It's been there since it's old hundred years, I think. Um, and Scott's in there and he, he's got tons of souvenirs and he makes handmade sandwiches, which means it's a deli shop, but mm-hmm. we call it handmade sandwiches. <laughs> um, right now I'm in the process of restoring a neon sign that's before the, after the bridge as you go into Riverton and before his store. And so I'm, I've got a GoFundMe. I've been working on this neon since 2013, had a little wow. few glitches, but we don't have a lot of neons in mm-hmm. on our 13.2 miles. So I'm really trying to get the ones that were actually here reinstalled. Oh, cool. Then I'm just, I'm just telling you where we're at. Cause I know I'm, I'm short on time. Then, um, you, when you leave, um, Scott's place, the old Riverton store, there's a roundabout and you would go straight through the roundabout on Beasley road. That's the original alignment of 66. And you go probably about a mile mile and a half and you will see the rainbow bridge mm. off to your right side of the road and you know the good thing about kansas and how small we are is we actually do have our shields painted on the road so if somebody borrows our historic route 66 signs that are on you know um post you know you still got the road to show you the way so mm, yeah that's um, good to know the bridges the bridges um we're working on getting it sandblasted and repainted. It's actually on the National Historical Register as well, as well as Scott's place. I didn't mention that. His is on the register. So we've got quite a bit of spaces, I mean, places in the Kansas 66 that's on a historical register because we're so yeah. old and, and um, we keep a lot of old stuff. So, And that road will follow you into Baxter Springs. And Baxter is uh, wonderful. They've got a they restored Philip 66 station. Again, that's mm-hmm. on the National Register. Beautiful um, visitor center. That's where you probably will see Dean. If you don't see him at Cars on the Route, you will see him at the visitor center because he volunteers his time there. And he'll turn his feet backwards for you because he loves to do it. All um, right. You can sign the walls inside the, the Philip 66 station. And Baxter Springs kind of went through a surgeon of restoration so they've got some really nice places now just recently they had a um car museum but it shut down so that's kind of sad but they have a lot of nice stops and shops in in baxter that you might want to visit 
Mm-hmm. And then you're you're out, you know, you follow the road on around past what used to be a Walmart. Um, there used to be a drive-in. So the 66, Route 66 went past the drive-in and then came back out and then headed back. That The road going through Baxter Springs is 69, I believe, Highway 69. So you get back out and then, then you're in Oklahoma just like that. And that's that's the last point two miles there. Yeah, that's the last point <laughs> two miles. So you know we do, we have a lot more to see, and I could I could probably talk for hours and hours and brag about our state, but um, <coughs> excuse me, you just you know it's it it's based on what you like to see. Off off of sixty six, we got Fort Blair, and we've got the um, massacre of Fort Blair, and and we've got um, outside of Galena, we got one of the biggest or I say Otis, um, uh, nature centers was built by the WPA and it's, that's the um, Shimmerhorn park. Beautiful, beautiful place. And, um, so there, there, the museum in um, Baxter Springs is outstanding. It's a, you know, it's a large museum and it's, it's outstanding the way it's set up. And so there's so many things you can see. The murals, we have the ghost writings, and we have ghost writing on every building. You know, that's the faded advertisement on the side of the buildings that, that's been there for years. Oh, so, that's cool. It's just left there, murals, and you can still see it. Yeah. You'll, you know, just you, you would think that, oh, I'm only going to be here 30 minutes or 45 minutes, but we've had people stay, you know, all day long and tell me they wish we had a place that they could spend the night. So, Galena um, is looking into RV park. Baxter Springs has an RV park, but it's not on 66. And Riverton has a B&B that's an old post um, post office. It's really awesome. So, oh, that's cool. But it doesn't hold a lot of people, you know. So it's not yeah. it's not gigantic. So right. So how much time should we allocate for Kansas? Well, it depends on how far you want to go. So if you're in Joplin, you're gonna stay in Joplin. Um, you could you could spend anywhere from three hours to a day. Just depends on really. It just depends on what you want to see. If you want, we have some great restaurants both in Galena and Baxter. Um, just depends on what you want to see, what your interests are. Um, but a lot of people tend to um, come over to Kansas and then they want to rush to get to you know Miami or or Tulsa in Oklahoma. And when you do that, you miss so much. Not, not much of Kansas because there's not a lot there. But you miss so much of Oklahoma that that's there. It's not, you know, um, advertised or broadcast as much. But it's there. They've got a lot of cool things you need to see that you you'll miss if you don't take your time. Mm. So, gotcha. I think it's great that the foreigners take a month off to do 66. You know, because they see everything and then they want to come back and do it again. I have tons of people that I've met three or four times. You know, that's from Germany or Norway or Japan. So yeah, that that's kind of what shocked me. I didn't realize that there were so many people from out of the country that would come, and they that would be their trip as Route sixty six when oh, yeah. they came to the U.S. Uh, Japan has a Route sixty six association. Um, Norway what? has a Route sixty six association. Wow. Dutchland has a Route sixty six association. Australia has a Route sixty six association. So all these countries have their own Route sixty six association, and you know, that, that's what they're here for. They want to see 66. I think one traveler told me it's like Disneyland. You've got the Cowboys and Indians. you got the gangsters from Chicago and Cowboys <laughs> and Indians in the Midwest and all the movie stars out on the West Coast. You know, it's, a, it's all 
there. You don't have to go to Disneyland. You just travel 60 still. And they're, <laughs> yeah. they're probably right because you do see a variety. So, yeah, we like to say share the love. So if, if my friend um, Bill Thomas in Illinois um, talks about 66, he, he talks about all of 66, you know, um, Missouri, Kansas, Oklahoma. And so we feel the same way, you know. If you're heading toward um, Missouri, we tell you what's popular in Joplin or Webb City or, or Carthage. If you're heading toward Oklahoma, you know, I always tell them my favorite spot is the Blue Well. You got to see the Blue Well. It's yep. it's amazing. And the story behind it is amazing. And, you know, you, you Tulsa. Tulsa blows me away every time I go. There's something new. So, you you know, you got to share that love so that, that the travelers aren't just here to see Kansas or Illinois. They're here to see all of Route 66. So share it, you know, mm-hmm. let everybody know. Um, mm-hmm. The only place I haven't got to go all the way through is California. You know, I went to the pier. I've been to Disneyland. My father's family was from, I hope I say this right, Sutherland, Tahunga, California, Tahunga. So we we uh, was right there by the Hollywood Hills and, and went through Los Angeles a lot, but um, just Scott, I want to say, I can't say his last name, but Scott with the California Association keeps saying, you have to come and see all of it, Renee, just not those little spots. So that's one of my bucket lists is, is to get a hold of him and say, okay, you said come see everything. So that's what I plan on doing. Cool. Yeah, I think I'm interviewing, uh, I think I'm interviewing Scott in a couple of weeks, actually, too. I'm going to have him on the show. Yeah. So. He's, I like him. He, we was on a, um, well, I think he's still on it. We, uh, the Road Ahead Association, which is uh, a conglomerate of everybody interested in Route 66. And we're really pushing to make Route 66 a national trail, um, mm. which will help us with money. And um, National Parks um, program is getting ready to sunset. So we need more people involved. So that's what the national, the Road Ahead is what it's called. And that's what we're trying to do. Oh, okay. I see. Wow. Very cool. Yeah, man. Well, I'm impressed by how much you guys have going on in Kansas. I love that you've, you know, embraced the, uh, the cars movie and all your connection to that. And it's just, uh, you know, thanks for coming on and and sharing everything you guys have to share. I'm so so giddy. I told my granddaughter, I said, I'm going to do a podcast. You, you know, me, she's like, okay, man. Okay. (laughs) I wasn't impressed. Yeah. Not at all. Not at all. (laughs) But I said, for me, I don't even, you know, I just heard podcasting a couple of year, a couple of years ago. I didn't even know what it was. So I'm, yeah, I'm it's kind of new. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, well, for people listening, where should we send them to uh, learn more about, you know, Kansas, Route 66, all that stuff, your website? We do have a Facebook page, of course, which is mm-hmm. the Kansas Historic Route 66 Association. There's also the Kansas Byway um, um, Association that you can go on. Kansas Historic Byway. I'm sorry. That's on Facebook. Um, Cars on the route. You can, you can, I I handle that page too. So you can send anything to that that you'd like, or you can call me here. I'm the city clerk here in Galena, Kansas. So (laughs) if you get stuck, you just call the city clerk. And I I hate to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. My husband is the chief of police. So that's how small we are. So, you know, if you get lost, you say, Hey, call the chief of police or call the city clerk. I know him well. (laughs) No, <laughs> and, and we'll we'll help you through it all the way. So, cool. I love smaller. that. Okay, so, so cool. I really well, enjoyed this. Thank you, thank you for having me on. I'm, I'm and I'm sorry I talk so much. I, no, no. 
<laughs> no, it's great. That's what you're supposed to do is talk. I, so I love it. I, I didn't I, let you get a word in edgewise, but I no, want to made, make sure I covered everything. And, and um, Yeah, you made it easy for me. Hopefully when you come through, you call me. I'll, I'll show you everything. Maybe I'll take you out to lunch. Yeah, I heck do yeah, a definitely. Because I don't know how, but, you know, you have to set that up. Yeah, That's yeah. all right. Yeah, I'll give you a heads up when we're coming through. That'll be fun. Okay. Appreciate it. And episode 115 is done. Thanks for being here and listening to the end. Hope you enjoyed that and learned a little bit about uh, Route 66 in Kansas. Uh, thank you, Renee, for being on and sharing all that. Can't wait to meet you and, and get on Route 66 and get on Route 66 in Kansas. So again, visit visiting or okay. Again, go to visiting66.com for more of this whole Route 66 series and journey and to uh, see the whole video and and tours of all these places that we're going to. And um, that's the end of the episode. Thanks for being here and listening. Uh, I'm Travis DeRose. Email me at Travis at CuriosityNest.com. I'm on Instagram at TravDeRose. And uh, if you know somebody who's interested in Route 66 and loves this kind of, you know, quirky, fun curious type of history then uh you know in the roadside attraction stuff i just love it so much but uh if you know someone who's interested in that why don't you go ahead and send them this podcast maybe they'd appreciate that uh the word of mouth is great for the show kind of really it that's really the only way it, it spreads i got we're doing no marketing um so i love when you guys do that appreciate that and um if you could leave a review too, that's super helpful. If you can throw down a review on Apple Podcasts, open it up on your phone. I think you have to have an iPhone, unfortunately, but uh, open it up on your iPhone there and just tap the stars button. You don't even have to write a review if you don't want to, but that's always helpful too. Uh, gives me some cred when I'm booking guests. Uh, I can get bigger and bigger guests. So that's always very nice. Uh, that's it. Episode 115 is done. Thanks for being here and I'll see you in part three of our Route 66 adventure next time. So long.